Are we going? Let's go. <clears throat> Are you on? Shirley's on. I'm on. Are you on? Uh, good uh, afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? My name is Tony Visick, and you're watching something that um, we call Living on a Thin Line, and we're bringing it to you every 2 p.m. now, Mountain Standard Time. We're bringing it to you from um, Arizona, uh, where we uh, currently reside. Uh, we're broadcasting here on Facebook Live, and also we are broadcasting on um, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. So that's uh, two ways that you can pick us up if you just want the uh, audio presentation, which is pretty tasty. It's a tasty, hello, Trey. How are you, my friend? Hello, Angela Fox. People are starting to pop on. Uh, wave, you guys. Wave as you're coming in so I can wave back to you. Um, we're doing this every day at 2 p.m. We are looking for things to create new routines during the uh, time of a, um, a little upheaval in our routines. And one of the things that we're doing is doing this Facebook Live Every day, and once again, like I said, on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, which is um, uh, it's our uh, internet-based radio station. It is uh, it is an internet-based radio station. If you are over fifty, if you're under fifty, it's a podcast. We got Champ De Blasio on. We got Kevin Brown on. Uh, Champ, thanks for your kind words the other day about the podcast. We appreciate it. Hello, Diane Howell. Uh, I'll try to say hi to all of you if I can. Uh, it'll get a little crazy in a little bit, and we have things that we want to talk with you about today, uh, things we're going to have conversations about as we move forward. Today is a Tuesday. Some people are, uh, uh, have you found yourself yet going, okay, what day is it? Is it Monday? Is it Sunday? What is it? Um, so much information coming at us nonstop through uh, so many news channels. And I know you're like me and you're checking the internet and you're watching cable news and you're talking to people and you're reading uh, Facebook. Uh, the main thing is this, okay, is you take care of yourself right now. Well, I'm going to take care of myself. Not the way I took care of myself when I was 14 and I was overly excited, but uh, I'm going to take, I want you to take care of yourself, okay? Not like that, unless you want to. Okay, that's up to you. Kevin Brown said, say something so Tony knows you're listening. Facebook said, say something. Okay, so go ahead. And that's it. That's it, Kevin Brown. I know you're listening. Also, I can see uh, names as they pop up. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff today. Um, we're going to start out with the bobblehead collection. Okay, so this is the very first bobblehead I ever got. And here it is. It is uh, Darius Miles. Say hello to Darius Miles. A clipper from 2000. Look at, and that's a good bobblehead, man. Look at that head. That, that head moved. We've had some bobbleheads where the, the head like barely moves. Darius Miles was a clipper back in 2000, 2001 in the, um, what we used to call the bad old days of... Uh, the Clippers, but uh, darn it. Um, oh, you know what? And it's also got a, um, I don't know if you saw this. They're always selling, selling this stuff, isn't, aren't they? Right there is a Carl's Jr., uh, a little Carl's Jr. logo. Here, let me show it to you again. Can you see that? No, you can't see it. There, there you go. Carl's Jr. logo on a Darius Miles. Darius, I'm trying to, I knew who Darius Miles was. He was a fairly good player. Uh, he was one of the guys who the Clippers drafted who was supposed to change the franchise, but that franchise cannot be changed as long as it was owned by the same guy. So um, we're just showing you a little goofy things we've collected. We'll burn through we'll burn through the, um, uh, uh, the bobbleheads pretty quick because it's not a big bobblehead collection. But, and then we'll show you other things we've been collecting just to, uh, you know, and I want to know what you collect. Do you have anything around the house that you collect? Something silly that you were used to pick up at a... Uh, uh, 
at a yard sale or when you went into a secondhand store, an antique store, something like that. Little knickknacks you got around your house you want to show us. Tell us about them, okay? And also, uh, if you want to, then uh, post a photo of them here, uh, you know, on your responses. Mike Ramsey is watching. Hello, Mike. We're going to recommend some uh, vinyl today uh, for you to, um, if you don't have a record, you won't be able to get this vinyl. You can't go out and buy it right now. It's not, we're not at the point, uh, and we won't be for a little bit, I imagine, where you can hop in the car and go running around to uh, yard sales and garage sales and, and little antique and curio shops and, and record stores and uh, uh, look for rare albums. So, But you can download and YouTube or listen to uh, some of this stuff. This is a cool album right here. Can you see that probably? Okay, so that, hold on, let me do it again. All right, let me do it again. That's for Linda James Johnson. Okay. That, of course, is Boz Skaggs. So most people know Boz Skaggs from, uh, if you know Boz Skaggs at all, uh, if you're, you know, uh, a boomer, then you know him from uh, Lido. Oh, Lido. Oh, I can't even, I can't even hit that. But uh, he was also, before that, I want to say he was in Steve Miller's band, but I could be wrong. But we can check that out. Um, but he um, he uh, put out this incredible blues album that I just showed you that is self-titled Boz Skaggs. And there was a song on it called Somebody Loan Me a Dime. Somebody Loan Me a Dime, uh, I'm looking for it, is a 12 minute and 48 second song. All right. And it is a uh, it is a blues song. Uh, and the personnel on this album, for those of you that are my age, is kind of cool. Uh, the, the personnel is uh, Dwayne Skydog Allman doing slide, Dwayne Allman uh, uh, on uh, guitars. Um, well, that's, that's like the main famous guy. Dwayne Allman wasn't with us that long. But man, he played on everybody's record and he was just incredible. Hello, Al Berman. Hello, Melissa Ann Morgan. Hello, Robert Morgan. Uh, what's a name? Ha ha. What a name. Ha ha. Boss Gags, yeah, Boss Gags. Um, uh, Mike Ramsey says, two days in a row I come on here singing. That's right, you know what? Uh, that's what we're doing. We're singing and we're laughing and we're swinging. So that's one thing. If you want to download or check out on YouTube, Boss Gags, somebody loan me a dime. Great blues builder. You know, it starts out real soft and slow and sweet and it builds up to just an incredible fucking blues rocker, all right? Linda James Johnson says, uh, Tony sings. No, I, but I, I make different voices. I don't know if you call what I do singing so much as you call it making um, uh, different intonations with, with me mouth. Uh, Edward Ferguson, hi. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. So uh, recapping, we got bobbleheads. We got albums. The other album I want to show you uh, that you can download and try to listen to, and I don't know if it'll be that easy. We'll check it out is uh, I have a big collection of uh, comedy albums. And right here, I don't know if you can see that. That is the man, the myth, the legend, Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce is the guy who kind of created, uh, kind of created quite by accident, modern day stand-up. One of the funniest men on the planet. Changed stand-up comedy into what it is now. Um... This is the back of his album because he was always being chased around by uh, the police. Uh, and it says, um, this is to the Village Vanguard, uh, and it's from uh, the Reverend Sidney Lanier. It says, I came to see you the other night because I read about you. I was curious to see if you were really as penetrating a critic of our 
common hypocrites as I had heard. I found that you're an honest man, sometimes a shockingly honest man, and I wrote a note to say so. It is never popular to be so scathingly honest, whether it's in front of a nightclub stage or from a pulpit, and I was not surprised. It just kind of sucks. I'm not going to finish reading it. Um, This was basically, um, uh, uh, this was a preacher, a reverend, because he was always being attacked by the clergy and being arrested all the time. So, uh, um, but you should download and listen to Lenny Bruce if you can. Look him up. Uh, I don't know. There's not a lot of video of him. But if you can find any video of him, he is the granddaddy, the granddaddy of modern day stand-up. If you're doing stand-up now, or if you're watching stand-up now, you owe a wink and a nod to Mr. Lenny Bruce. Uh, Robert Morgan says he's a genius. Edward Ferguson just says, Lenny! That's right. So, uh, who's, who is? Okay, Patrick is listening on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Hello to you, Patrick. I hope all is well. Uh, we got a wave here from Edward Ferguson. So... There's a lot of, you know, uh, Shirley and I have not been out of um, uh, our neighborhood for about a week now, and I'm not complaining. It's just we haven't been out of our neighborhood about a week, and the neighborhood, uh, besides being um, quieter than normal, uh, seems pretty much the same uh, as it was prior, because it is just a neighborhood. You know, we live in the middle of a long street with a bunch of houses on it, you know, and there's a park you know, a little lake by the park, and so far, you know, so good. I'm able to get Roscoe out and walk him every morning. Surely walk, walk, walks Chica. Uh, we, catch the, uh, we catch the tube. We exercise. We do yard work. Uh, the big thing that I'm doing differently uh, right now is we're setting up a lot of uh, online stuff for you guys who are still interested, still questing, and still learning, and still want to be involved in some sort of creative endeavor um, so we're, we're really kind of delving into that. I always been a, uh, a, uh, one-on-one in-person hands-on kind of guy. I was always a live entertainer and even a live, uh, uh, when I did my seminars, I always felt uh, seminars and workshop best live, but what we're doing right now, what we're planning on doing is we're kind of going to deep dive into, um, uh, setting up a whole online platform for now and for the future, so they can reach out even more. Patrick Halloran is over here now on Facebook Live. Hey, Patrick, how are you? Okay, so uh, good to see you. Good to see you, Valerie Roberts. Here's kind of what I, uh, I was talking with Shirley about this morning, and I'll share it with you guys. We'll get some thoughts on it. Uh, it's like, how did we get here? How did we get where we don't have, uh, according to the news, proper, and I believe them, proper supplies, proper ventilators, proper masks, proper uh, 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 be adequately prepared for all of this. And I told her, super duper good buddy, I told her, I said, it's uh, what I call, and I may be the only one who calls it this, or I may have read it someplace and totally forgot. You ever done that? As a comic, we've all done that as comics, haven't we? Where we think a joke in our head and we tell it and bam, it hits. And then later on, we realize that it was something right out of, uh, 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 you know, uh, Bill Hicks's act. Something like that. And then we expunge it. We expunge it. Or we, we tell it for fun and profit. But uh, we're kind of experiencing what I call the outer, an, an outer banks situation. How did we get here that these are the uh, measures that we feel that we have to take in order to uh, deal with what we're dealing with? So I call it um, uh, an outer bank situation. So let me explain. 
uh, on the East Coast, yes, Edward, yes, crooks, there's crooks. There are, on the East Coast, uh, off the, in, like I think in North Carolina and other places, uh, just off of uh, the coastline, there are small islands. They're called like, it's like uh, the Outer Banks. Uh, like if you live in California and you go up to uh, like Santa Barbara or Carpinteria, you can see the islands that are, um, those are about 20 miles offshore. Uh, Catalina comes to mind. Now Catalina is a bigger island and uh, kind of can withstand more. But here's what happens. Okay, these uh, outer banks, these little tiny islands, and they're not even really islands. I don't know the right word for them. These outcroppings up out of the water. Uh, they don't sit that hard out of the water. Um, uh, they're beautiful, you know, and they have vegetation on them, and they have trees, and, and people will take their boats out there and picnic and enjoy the day, and then eventually people will build houses on them. And they build houses on these things. Catalina is a channel island. Thank you, Patrick. So that sort of thing. So, uh, but in, on the East Coast, they'll build houses on these little tiny island, islands that are just offshore, you know, and they're gorgeous houses and the, um, uh, the real estate is uh, uh, really worth something and it's expensive and everybody enjoys it. And one day then, uh, I don't know where a big old fucking hurricane comes in and knocks everything down, destroys everything. Uh, and, and people have to, uh, people have to uh, uh, go and they go, oh, we can't build on the Outer Banks. We can't build there. And they don't. And then 10, 20 years later, hey, Craig Persky, how are you? I believe you're in New York, buddy. How's things in New York? Robert Morgan, you're in New York, too. In a minute, I want to ask everybody to give me their input, what's going on with them. Um, so they build on these little islands offshore. Then a hurricane comes along and wipes out everything that was built. And for a number of years, no one builds on those islands because they say it's too dangerous. But then 10 or 20 years passes and a whole new generation comes along. And that generation doesn't have any reference. Um, there's a whole generation now that doesn't have a big reference to 9-11. They have a reference to it the way my generation did to World War II. It was something that older people talked about, something they made movies about. You know, I was born 10 years after World, World War II. It was uh, things that people uh, talked about. Uh, it was things that when it was brought up, certain uncles or grandparents who had fought in those wars just kind of lapsed into silence because they didn't want to talk about that. So these kids don't have a, re a reference to 9-11. There will be kids 20 years and I won't have a reference to this, although I was really little and we just couldn't go to school. I don't know. But on these Outer Banks thing, it'll be 20 years later and people go, we got these beautiful islands out here because people will start going out there again to picnic and stuff. They go, it's safe today. It's a sunny day. And people go, man, we should be able to build houses out there. And they go, well, you can't. It's against the law. And so they'll lobby They'll lobby legislatures to be able to change the law so they can build houses on the Outer Banks. And they'll build houses on the Outer Banks. They go, we're building them stronger. We're building them so they can withstand. And they do all of that. And they develop them. And they're wonderful, beautiful places to live. And then, boom, a big old fucking hurricane comes along and knocks them all down. All right? So we're kind of in an Outer Banks situation in that the lessons that were learned from uh, previous situations like this, you know, uh, no one, hardly anyone, knew about the Spanish flu. It was just like, what, what is that? Is that like Spanish fly? Well, is that, is that Spanish fly is that you're talking about? Because when I was a kid, man, truck drivers used to say that you want Spanish flu fly if you want to meet a girl. Um, it's a, uh, um, we, we lose our perspective, and as we lose our perspective, our guard gets put down. And let's be honest, who wants to spend their whole life walking around with their guard up? Kind of that's kind of what America is about is building a structure and a society where you don't have to walk around with your guard up, 
where you can feel, feel safe at home and, and walking down the street. So we're in an outer bank situation in that we are now trying to catch up, trying to catch up with uh, uh, the knowledge and information and abilities that we probably at one time had in the past. But I don't think uh, this is any reason for despair. Economically, it is a uh, very scary time for oh so many people. Uh, there are some people that even the people go, well, we're, just, we're still working. In the back of their head, they're going, how long will I still be working? You know, uh, some will profit. I've already heard people go, now's a great time to buy stocks. Sure. I suppose you are if you're a multi-million. If you're worth $10 million and now you're only worth $5 million, but you're still worth $5 million, you go and buy a million dollars worth of stock and roll the dice. But most of us got to just keep it together right now. We got to work together. Come on, come on and work together. That's kind of what we're doing. Hello, Jim Perry. Hello, Maria Kalamis. Hello, Jeff Schweiler. Hello, John Fitzsimmons. So, um, and we are going to keep it together, okay? Uh, we are. So what I want to know is, like, Craig Persky, if you're still with us, are you in New York? And what's going on with you in New York City? Okay, uh, so, and Robert Morgan, I know you're in New York as well. So if either one of you want to tell us, What's going on with you? What's going on with New York City? Because our only connection, almost always, and you know, if you don't live someplace, hello Jim, then your only connection can be through people telling you about it, reading about it, watching it on television. And we all know that the camera uh, only shows us what's like right here. Boom, 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 boom. That's all you see, okay? And so when I'm watching... Um, um, when I'm watching anybody, any politician, any doctor, any layperson, anyone at all, uh, Champ de Blasio said the sound just cut out. Uh, on Facebook Live or on um, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com? Uh, hello, Pamela. Uh, that might be your phone, Champ. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, if you, is anybody else having a sound issue? Anything going on? No? Yes? Somebody? Anybody? Okay, Champ said, whoops. All right, yeah, cool. You're back. So Craig Persky or Robert Morgan, or if anybody wants to chime in now and tell us uh, what things, how things are going, where they are, uh, we'd appreciate it. My sense of humor has changed dramatically over this time, and maybe it's just what kicks in. Uh, there was an old adage that I heard a long time ago in the world of stand-up. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick can hear. Maria can hear. All right, I think it was just... Champ had a problem with his phone. And the old adage was, uh, in serious times, you talk, in, in silly times, you talk about serious things. In serious times, you talk about silly things. So we're in a serious time, so I'm going silly. I'm not, I'm not doing jokes about people's looks. I'm not doing political jokes. You can, okay? Because if, listen to me, if what's going to get you through is joking about this, then God damn it, you joke about this, Okay? If that's what's going to get you through, if that's what's going to get you through the day, here's what's going to get you through is that eventually, and that eventually is going to seem like a long time, but in retrospect, it'll be a short time. We will be past this. Okay? And if what you need to do right now is joke around, bam, joke around. Okay? But I'm staying away from attacking other people. I'm staying away from attacking businesses. I'm staying away from uh, businesses that are trying to do things just to keep, uh, uh, keep their head above water. 
Uh, Champ Blasio says, right now I feel like I am trapped in the basement of a Vincent Price movie. Yeah. Maria Kalamas. Yeah, but you're not, Champ. You're just, you're in the basement of your, your home. You're cool. Uh, Maria Kalamas says, we're doing good, being grateful, and helping others in various ways. Fantastic. That's good. That's what's going on there. Um, you know, I follow a lot of you. Uh, obviously, we're all Facebook friends. Oh, do me a favor. Um, if you haven't already followed me on Facebook, you know, just a little, when you go to the Tony Visick page, just hit follow. Uh, that'll help out. Robert Morgan uh, reports this from New York City. The Javits Center, where I work, has been closed a few weeks. The subways are completely empty. Everything is closed except for takeout. The grocery stores are being restocked fairly quickly. Um, it feels, uh, it feels, hold on, I got to press this guy so we can see this. Uh, it feels like a vacation with no end, and I'm definitely worried about my economic situation. You, Robert, we all are. Uh, and we're going to talk about that, how it feels like it's you, but we're not alone. Uh, my day job and my night job are gone. I've applied to grocery stores and a couple, see, this is jumping now. Uh, I've applied to grocery stores and a couple nonprofits, and I expect to start next week with more hours and making more money temporarily than I was before. I'm talking with volunteer groups. I work with, I work with to see what we'll be doing to help people this summer. Good. Fantastic, Robert. Robert is a very funny, smart, wonderful guy who we met in Arizona who moved to New York. And, um, uh, you know, it's a weird time when all of a sudden you come in and go, your job's gone. And you're like, what? What do you mean my job is gone? Through no fault of your own and from, a lot of these things are called black swan events. What is a black swan event? It is something that happens that no one could possibly expect or prepare for. Could we expect a pandemic? Yes, they were always talking about pandemics, but let's be honest, all of us, when we heard the word pandemic a few months ago, we're like, oh, okay, all right, it's, you know, that happened somewhere else. So now it's visited to us and we're going to take care of ourselves. All right, uh, I want to hear more from you guys about what you're doing. You know, like I said, Shirley and I are, um, I'm not watching, uh, Lauren Molliver is watching. Hello, Lauren. Brian Canola is watching. Uh, Linda. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce your name, Linda. Linda Kau. I'll mispronounce it, Linda. C-A-U-I-O-L-A. So um, we're going to be better prepared the next time this happens. And, you know, you go, well, it doesn't do as much good this time. But um, I think that a lot of things are happening rapidly that are going to be helpful. That doesn't mean everything's going to be, it's not going to be like, a, everything is beautiful. It's not going to be like that. Okay, for a little bit. But it's going to be. Uh, for you guys who are just jumping on, a couple things we're doing is I've, I've got a whole collection of little uh, antiques and knickknacks that I've collected. Hello, Brian. Uh, over the years, uh, if you could see this room, uh, there's my office. You can see the pennants back there. Those are baseball pennants from once from the St. Louis Cardinals winning the World Series in 1982. Uh, I'm going to start bringing those on. Right now, we're working through my very small bobblehead collection. We started out with uh, Darius Miles this morning. Darius Miles, a 2000-2001 Clipper. So uh, people ask me how I became an L.A. Clippers fan. Uh, it's because their tickets were cheap uh, way back in the day, and I could bring my little girl to see a Clippers basketball game. That's one of the things that I'm looking forward to. Okay? You got to be looking forward to things. Right? And I'm looking forward to next year. Okay, because the uh, and it'll be it'll be next year, it'll be next season to go into an LA Clippers game at Staples Center. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to happen. 
Okay, those things are going to happen. Right now, we're doing the things that have to be done to make sure that that's going to happen. All right? Uh, but anyway, I showed you, um, I showed you my uh, uh, Darius Miles. Also, we're recommending two uh, vinyl records every day, although uh, most of you don't have these. You can't get them, but you can download my YouTube. One is Boz Skaggs. Can you see that? Messing that up. There you go. Bosca, Bosca, uh, the great blues rocker, Somebody Loan Me a Dime, and the comedy album, Lenny Bruce is out again. So every day I'm digging a couple of albums out of my vinyl collection that I'm going to listen to that I'm also sharing with you that you should uh, check out. Uh, Linda Kyola. Kyola. I got it right. Linda Kyola. Phonetic. Um, all right. So we showed you the album, showed you the bobblehead. We talked about the Outer Banks thing. We're looking for information from people about how they're doing, getting by. Lauren Molliver, can you tell us how things are going in Canada right now? We're waiting to hear from Lauren if he can tell us how things are going. He's up in Canada right now. While we're waiting, um, we're kind of slowly putting this together. Let's face it, the, the, the um, disruption has been mammoth, but we're all here, okay? The disruption has been mammoth. And what we're doing with our business is uh, re we're retooling it for online. Now, some people are, and I see this, you know, I see things pop up, but I don't pay attention to them and I don't comment. I see people making fun of Facebook Live events. I see people making fun of online, you know, uh, lots of snow in Canada. That's cool. Uh, Lauren Molliver said it's snowing in Canada. Um, but everybody's got to do what they got to do. You know, no one ever, if, if somebody was doing a live event a year ago and they said, hey, you know, we're, we're all going to be in a large room and asking a lot of people to come and watch. Nobody went, oh, another place where people go and gather and watch. Oh, we didn't make fun of that. And Lauren Mahler said that'll be $125. Reminds me of the old lawyer, the old lawyer joke. The old lawyer joke. A guy sits down with a lawyer and, uh, he goes, I need some legal advice. And the lawyer goes, how much money do you have? And the guy goes, I got $500. He goes, for $500, you can ask three questions. The guy says, why only three questions? The lawyer goes, you now have two questions. So <laughs> uh, Lauren is working from the house. So no one made fun of anybody for putting on a live event. All right, or if they did, it was so minor as to be, you know, uh, not even paid attention to. So I think we all need to pull together now. This is the saving grace that we're going to be able to connect this way, okay? That we're going to be able to connect this way. It is a saving grace. So when you see someone saying they're doing live events, when you see someone saying they're doing Facebook Live, when you see that someone... Um, um, when you see that someone is uh, um, putting together online workshops, all right, just know that they're doing what they were doing in person. They're not just doing it through this medium, all right? And once we, once we uh, uh, rise up out of this, and we will rise up out of this, we will rise up out of this, okay? We're going to have uh, uh, multi-platforms, multi-platforms, all right? Not only will we have still, we, we return to our live, uh, our live gatherings. Not only will we do that, but we'll also have more and more gatherings of this nature that are going to make us more productive, 
more connected, more creative. Uh, Brianna Sandy says, just don't do live broadcasts on Sundays as worship online streaming nearly collapsed the internet Sunday. Yeah, well, we do ours every day at 2 p.m. By the way, guys, if you're uh, tuning in late, uh, this is called Living on a Thin Line. We do it every day at 2 p.m. now, and we've done it since the crisis began. Um, we do it every day at 2 p.m., uh, Monday through Friday, okay? Um, so uh, and we might do weekends, but right now, definitely Monday through Friday at 2 I, There was new information. <laughs> uh, we do it every uh, 2 p.m. It's something for you to kind of hang your head on, because let's face it, there's no... Um, there's no uh, sports to watch. There's reruns. Uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of new production of television programs and movies has been halted. All right. The, we do do the weekends. That's why I was wondering why you were. We, we no, we are seven days a week at two p.m. So uh, Brienne, I think we'll be out of the issue with church services. Okay. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, Lauren Molliver said we're having FaceTime cocktail parties. Uh, Randy Amoya says, uh, lawyers tend to be very clever, I hear. Uh, Randy Amoya is an uh, attorney who we're currently working with in our workshops and live shows. Lauren Molliver is an attorney who uh, we work with in the past in our workshops and live shows. Um, and you know what? This bullshit, everybody hates lawyers. I will tell you right now, uh, both of these guys are great guys and decent people. And they're in the law for the right reason. Okay. So, uh, and I'm glad that they're here and I'm glad that I know them. And one of the things that lawyer, uh, uh, that uh, uh, Lauren is doing is we're having FaceTime group cocktail parties. Kevin Brown is, uh, comedy is, uh, comedy is laughter medication. Humor is laughter uh, uh, meditation. This is the truth. The show must go on as is. This too shall pass. Um, Brianna Sandy says, Trump wants to end social distancing by Easter as packed churches would be a beautiful thing. Um, like I said, I'm, everybody knows my politics. If you know me, uh, no, Trey, I'm sorry. That was a mistake. We are seven days a week. We're doing this for you. We're doing this for us. Okay. Um, uh, I might even add like a Saturday night Jubilee show. I just might do that. I don't know. I don't know. What you guys think maybe we do like a Saturday night at seven o'clock. Go to the Saturday night Jubilee. Um, unfortunately, like we can't play music. If they would let us do that, man, we could, because then, you know, there's uh, all sorts of copyright stuff. We would crack up, uh, crank up the old Victrola here and uh, uh, play some of these great albums for you to listen to. Uh, Lauren, Myler, Mar Lauren Molliver is um, explaining to Diane, I am an American practicing in Scottsdale. My wife's Canadian living in Calgary. So, um, yeah, so, I want you all to know each other. I know a lot of you on here, okay, and I want you to know each other. Because there's not one of you on here that I don't think the world of. Now, what we want to do, okay, and you can help us, okay? You can help us with this. Here's what we want to do. We want to get a lot of people on here. We want to make this into a larger thing for us, for you, okay? So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your pals. Uh, when you see us post up that, because uh, we do a post every day reminding people, usually with some goofy picture, um, uh, send it out to everyone that you know and tell them there's something to listen to that they can interact with uh, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time every day, all right? Um, also, we'll be announcing very soon um, how you'll be able to participate in our workshops online. Uh, there are people who are currently enrolled in our workshops 
who are already uh, um, set up to begin participating. Our first advanced class on online is going to be uh, this Wednesday evening on Zoom at 7 p.m. So uh, if you're interested in that, man, uh, write me here. If you know someone who's interested in workshops, uh, write me here. Leave me a message uh, on Messenger. Some people have left me messages like on here, and they're kind of hard to then backtrack and find. So we got a few things for you guys. We got this. So it's not that we have this for you. We have this for us, all of us. We have this together. We got this. Uh, we're going to have some workshops uh, that you could do. Uh, like I said, we might do a Saturday night thing called the Saturday Night Jubilee. I don't know what I would do. It would be any different than this. Okay. Uh, maybe read passages from funny books. I don't know. I don't know yet, but we're going to find it. What's that? Party. We're going to party. Maybe a Saturday night party. A jubilee. Maybe we'll get out some party hats, stuff like that, and uh, we'll have a good time. Uh, any more? Let's see. Uh, Linda Pinkston is watching. Hello. Uh, Brianna says, what type of law do you practice? Laura Miles says, business. Jim Perry. Yeah, I don't hate the police either. LOA, love lawyers. Uh, Brianna Sandy says, uh, okay, Goodman, great, seven days, yes, seven days. Um, Diane Howell says, I've taken Tony's class and I edit the SAQA Journal Magazine. That stands for Studio Art Quilt Associates. Um, Patrick Allen says, why don't you just do a tight 20 on Saturday night? Is that your, um, is that your uh, Diego? Diego, how are you, man? Uh, Diego is one of these guys that I know... Uh, Strictly from Facebook, from other groups, but have uh, uh, gotten to uh, uh, to like quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, so we're trying to keep the negativity down and the positivity up, all right? At least so emotionally, we're just who we are, okay? And we got to do what we can do, and that's one of the things we can do it so that when we're interacting with the world, that we are a plus instead of a minus. Um, yeah, so... Okay, Patrick says, yep, you want me to do, you know what, I might do that. I might do that. It's Tuesday, I will make a decision, and you guys got to watch for this, okay? And you got to tell people to watch for this. Uh, I will make a decision by Friday latest, as if I'm going to do the Saturday Night Jubilee. And, uh, okay, Linda, you have a great day, too. If I'm going to do the Saturday Night Jubilee and do uh, classical stand-up during that time. Uh, I might have to practice that a little bit, uh, and we'll see what happens. So uh, anyway, look, you guys, I think it's kind of time to wrap up here. Unless anybody has any questions, anything you want to tell me, okay, print it out here right now, type it in. You got anything you want to tell me about what's going on with you, uh, write me if, uh, 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 tell us about what's going on where you are, okay? But otherwise than that, we talked about this yesterday. One of the greatest things you can do is stay creative, Okay, some of the greatest creative, uh, creative work that you've ever experienced was written during tough times, during tough times about tough things. Going all the way back to the Torah, uh, the, uh, uh, the Old Testament, which was written during something called the Babylonian exile when the, uh, the Jewish people were exiled. This is before the Roman exile, uh, were exiled from uh, their homeland by the Babylonians. Uh, uh, the Apostle Paul, those letters to Corinthians, those, a lot of that was written during, well, he was imprisoned, I believe. Um, a lot of great stand-up was written during really tough times. A lot of great music written during tough times. So you got to stay creative. 
Okay? And you might think, well, I'm not a creative person, but you are. You are. You know what we're going to go back to for a little while? Okay. This is what we're going to go back to for a little while. So listen, this is important. Way before the telegraph, way before the radio, okay, way before any of that, uh, the way people entertained themselves for the most part was in their homes. So they'd make an instrument. They'd make homemade instruments. That's where you see things like the spoons. You know, that's where you see like washtub bass players. Um, Brandon said he does jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, they're fun. Okay. Uh, Patrick says, I was joking. I figured I'd act like a showrunner. Expect you to do new material on the spot. Why not? Um, that's what people used to do. They would gather in their homes, the mother and the father and the kids, and they would sing together and they'd read out loud together. And that's what they did. Okay. And then the radio came along. Mm, that was entertainment being piped into your home. And then television came along, and it was entertainment being piped into your home. And then the internet came along. Now, here's the odd thing, though, is we have returned to those thrilling days of yesteryear in one regard, in that we're mostly in our homes. If you lived in a rural area 100 years ago, you didn't get up Saturday night and go to a nightclub. You know, there wasn't a store down the street. So um, we're going to do that, and we're going to do it here. Okay, so you got to be creative, you know. So learn how to play an instrument. If you got, maybe you got some old instrument laying around the house you never fooled around with, begin to learn how to play that. You can be creative. All you need to write is a pencil and a piece of paper. I saw auctioned off one time the words to The Times They Are Changing by Bob Dylan. Should I sing it? The times they are changing. There you go. How many listeners did I lose? Um, I saw it auctioned. I saw. I saw. I read an article and I showed a picture of it. It was auctioned off for an amazing amount of money, and it's an amazing song. It became the anthem to the civil rights movement. A young Jewish kid from Minneapolis who wasn't even in—I think he was only in his early twenties—wrote an anthem that rocked the nation. And the original manuscript was auctioned off online. And it was written down on a wrinkled up piece of paper. It might have been the back of an envelope. And when he got the idea for the words, he wrote them down either on that wrinkled up piece of paper or the back of the envelope. And then he got into a room someplace with his guitar and uh, bam, he worked out that song. So here's what I'm telling you. Okay, he was just a kid when he wrote that. Nobody knew who he was. He wasn't famous. He wasn't rich. Nobody knew who he was. Okay, he was almost a mocked uh, little skinny kid in Greenwich Village by the more uh, professional seasoned folk singers. You got an idea, you write it down. Become a pack rat of ideas. Become a pack rat of other things right now too. I know, I know. Become a pack rat of ideas. All right, write down your ideas. Because an idea, a single idea, okay, acted on can be life-changing. So write down your ideas. Don't wonder if they're good. Don't wonder if they're bad. Then later, decide what you can do with the idea. Are you going to turn it into a joke? Are you going to turn it into a story? Are you going to turn it into a novel? A screenplay? Okay? An educational seminar? All right? A song? An album? 
Is it going to inspire you to build a building? Write your ideas down now, okay? There is no such thing in this regard, in creativity, there's no such thing as a bad idea, just the one you can't remember. All right, we're going to wrap it up. We've done a lot of fun stuff today. We uh, showed you our bobblehead. There we go. We showed you uh, two albums. Here they are. Here they are. Lenny Bruce, Boz Gags, Boz Gags, Lenny Bruce, Boz Gags, Lenny Bruce. All right, uh, especially with Boz Gags, go on YouTube and uh, put in Boz Gags, uh, somebody loan me a dime. Um, Angela Fox says, thanks, Tony. I got to run now. Everyone have a great day. Let's hope the grocery stores fill back up at groceries soon. Jeez, Louise, even locusts get, f- get full and move on. Uh, McKay Peeps, uh, stay Charmin. <laughs> Uh, right on. All right, we showed you the bobblehead. We showed you that. We talked about the Outer bank situation. Uh, some people told us how they're doing out there, uh, and we appreciate that. All right, those of you just popping on right now, we got to go, all right? But we're glad you did. We're on every day at 2 p.m., Josh Nasser. We're on every day at 2 p.m., uh, uh, Timothy Roberts. So join us, okay? Join this uh, community. Uh, like I said, you can watch us on Facebook Live. Pretty soon we'll have it set up so you can watch us on YouTube. And then um, you can also listen on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. And I also got a lot of great interviews there with a lot of great artists. I got an interview there with uh, Shelly Yakis, one of the legendary sound engineers who worked with everyone all the way from Frank Sinatra and John Lennon to uh, um, uh, Tom Petty and Don Henley. Uh, I've got an interview with him. I got interviews with Jeff Abagov, uh, the great uh, writer-producer who helped create so much of the great sitcom comedy that is now classic. So you can scroll through ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com and... Uh, uh, listen to some great inter- what's that oh and say uh, you can also uh, uh, they can download those things on SoundCloud they can find them on SoundCloud you can find all that stuff okay you can find all that stuff I hope that I find you here tomorrow at 2pm on this show living on a thin line comedy schools radio network.com Facebook live bye you guys see you in a little while bye bye